I'm Neil Moore, and this is Cash Tales. podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com and by AMS Travel Sales. AMS Travel Sales is proud to offer hosted geocaching tours and cruises. Join us as we hunt for geocaches on our travel adventures. And by JP's Geodesigns. JP's Geodesigns is one of the world's leading designers of geocoins. Contact them and get your next awesome geocoin design done. Check out their store and their website at jpsgeodesigns.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Big thanks to the Trail Books for the Music and our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Electric Waterboy, Aggie Jedi Master, Antaeus, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Nick at Cashley, One Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, Sodak Zack, The Deadliest Cachers, Trail 2, Neil Moore, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, PT1276, The No-Code Geocachers, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, FS Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricassius, Tom Frey, Rugles, EGK, PBR, Casamaya, Master Sergeant, USMC, Little Gears, Albedo, 0.39, It's Only Barney, Purple Turtles 3, ACDC Family, None of It Tidy, AFK Geocaching, Josh Boggs, Carrot Killer, Corsgat, Geocaching with Lampe, Bryn Tim 07, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada, Team Tailwagger, Black Chrome, Supernate, The Twonky, Burnt Turtles, Padib, Kazeli, Dragon, Gunter Hunters, Acme Wildcashers, P0001, ADK, Sarah, Eastern Girls, KC, Billy Robson, Fox and the Hound, TX Wolf Totem, K-Blast, Landlock Pirate Fam, Statuki, Burns Fire, Hockey Zombie, Ship to Shore, A Holly S., Geodandrew, Direwolf821, Deuteronomy318, Sasquatch Lover, Anjay Adamon, and our new patrons, Emily, Lee, Emily Renee and Scott Mom 5 And our new patron, Anspire Crew. Hey everyone, time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Radio Public, and Spotify. You can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Trail Bugs for the music. All our patrons, including Demon Hunter 2, 
Electric Waterboy, Aggie Jedi Master, Antaeus, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, and our new patrons, Emily Renee, Scout Mom 5, and Inspire Crew. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new blackout coin. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, the blackout coin. I love showing awesome. the blackout coin. Awesome coin. And awesome coin. And other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content. We've done that a few times recently, so that's always fun. And invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Let me start by welcoming my co-host, Jesse. Good evening. You had a uh, look like a good night last night. I liked your I liked you and your wife's costumes. Yeah, you know, never miss a chance to dress up in a Halloween costume, right? Yeah. Y'all did y'all went <laughs> all out. Me, it's great. So, yeah, you that was all... pretty fun. It was a local fundraiser. That was a yeah, pretty that's fun. That's awesome. Night. Y'all did great. I love those outfits. Y'all did great. Um so, let's jump right into show 121 for October 21. I like the, how, how that worked out. As we welcome to the show, Neil Moore. Welcome to Geocast Talk. Thank, Thank you very much. Neil, so glad to have you on, buddy. Thank you. It's good to be on, finally. Finally, yeah. We talked about this a couple times. And it just <laughs> didn't really work out, so now it worked out. Uh, all right, let's get some news. So, Neil, definitely jump in with us as we talk some news. Um we released clues 1-3 and 2-3. And for everyone who has no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> let me at least do a, a small, a short reset. Um, there are six, which they figured it out. The, the, the fans figured it out. There are six geostashes mm-hmm. In the world, well, not in the world, in the lower 48 states. Mm-hmm. One day in one day in the world. We're gonna do it again someday. Right. We'll do the world. Um, they kind of have an idea of where the six are. And so we've been doing clues. Um, and we're starting to ramp it up. So now we're doing two clues a week. And so we had to label them one through six, not only for our sanity, but I think for the sanity of those. It was fair to do that. It was. It would have gotten quite confusing if we didn't. (laughs) Right. So this week we released the third clue for stash one and stash two, and they're much harder this time. And I don't know uh, how they're doing, but there is a group. And if you're interested in being in the Facebook group, email us at geocachetalk at gmail.com, and I'll get you in touch with the admin of that group. Uh, in case you want to get involved in the discussion, uh, Neil said that he got thoroughly confused. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like after the first week, I was I was out. You know, clue one, whatever. <laughs> I'm clueless. Oh, you got plenty of clues, buddy. You just don't not sure what to do with them, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Blue Rich, Blue Rich, and uh, uh, Solution Poor. Yeah, there you go. Solution poor. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we're getting to the we're getting toward toward the bitter end. Um, uh, we are going to uh, the admin of that group is in the chat room tonight. In fact. Oh, great! Perfect. Jump in the chat room and we can talk to, talk to Heather and uh, get that taken care of. And um, 
So we got some new loot I want to talk about. Um, That's that sweeten the pot. Sweeten the pot. So let's do that because it gets everybody all excited and it gets gets us excited too. Because I kind of want all that stuff. I know, don't you? So I got a new coin. Um, this one's from IB Geocaching from Peter Young. He sent us one of these, and it's kind of cool. Let's see if I can show this well. So here's our normal logo on mm-hmm. the coin. But on the back, look what he did on the back. I think it's cool. He's got the stash. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Isn't that cool? Good job, Peter. Yeah, got the geocache stash, and it's trackable. That's why I'm hiding the trackable part. So, all right, so you get that. Plus, it's like every week I get I put more and more cool stuff in it. I got this in the mail this week from Mr. Cody, uh, Sir Drumalot. So he sent us a a stick. He is a, he does drum a lot, and so there's his his uh, funny. thing and his um, uh, uh, button. And the back of it is also it's a trackable. Uh-oh. Yeah, man. So that's cool. Oh, I got part of it. I'm showing part of it. So now people are going to go guess the first ones. Go guess the part, first part. If you go, the, if you have to go that far, then we've got problems. You got issues. You know, and it's maybe for another show, but you could really just put in any six digit code and it would be one, right? There's only so many. <laughs> you could no, do I'll a random number, random number generator and just go through the list real quick. Well, if you did random number generator and did a like a thousand number. and plugged it in to log them all, I'm sure some <laughs> of them would work, right? Right. <laughs> Gosh, that'd be that's just no i mean that's I that. in a whole new level though isn't it yeah i did that with the treasure movie the i was going as i was watching the tre- treasure movie mm-hmm. i was finding the codes well there was one that came up that looked like a code so i put it in and it came up but it wasn't it had nothing to do with the movie or anything and i don't i don't even think i think it, i just happened to spot six digits that happened to work that's oh weird. wow that is crazy yeah um that was actually right. pretty fun hunting for those codes in the movie oh yeah they were i'm so glad he put those in there i know that made it a lot more fun <laughs> apparently there's one i've never found i need to go back and watch the movie for the 50th time and try to figure it out yeah anyway all right um let's I also want to make a quick note um about the third annual podcast of hope mm. is December 2nd and always a great night. Um, we're going to try to raise more than 2000 that we raised last time. Hopefully maybe 3000 putting us out on a limb there, but uh, um, it's for St. Jude's. Yeah, I know for St. Jude's. Um, which is an incredible cause that we need to all be involved with. I think um, even in a small amount somewhere in, so we're, we're going to have a great night. We've got, um, we've got some giveaways planned. We've got some great guests already sort of lined up. Um, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger will have uh, again, he'll have his uh, two hour vlogger round table. So we're looking forward to that with some new folks and you'll see some new people and some old, old faces as well. But we're uh, just now working on getting a good lineup for the, for that night's eight hour podcast from 4 PM to midnight. That'll be a fun, fun night. Yeah. 
It always is, it's always great. We do eight hours, but we kind of take a short break after each hour. So if in case we need to run to the little boys' room, a little girls' room, so. <laughs> But you it mean you don't hold it for eight hours? <laughs> no, don't. Oh, well, you didn't tell me we could go to the bathroom in there. Yeah, yeah I forgot to tell you. <laughs> you were just hazing me last year, I guess. Yeah. No more ca- no more catheter for Jesse. That's you right. Don't, you don't have to sit there the whole time for that five minutes. You can go get something to drink or whatever. So, All right. Speaking of that, I'm sure people are waiting for us to say that it's for another show, but I'm not going to do that. We already did. Okay, we did. All right, let's get into the let's get into the the show itself. So, Neil, um, we got to actually meet, uh, which is cool. We'll talk about Woodstock here in a minute uh, because uh, we've talked a lot about Geo Woods Gigastock, but I kind of want to I want to cover it from a little bit of a different angle with you tonight. But let's first kind of go back. Let's go back to the beginning for Neil Moore. <laughs> Um, when did you first hear about geocaching? It was in August of 2010 and we had a departmental team building event at work and, uh, we all went to a state park. Um, nobody else knows. I live like a half an hour from Lake Michigan, which are the best, uh, freshwater beaches in the world, I think. But um, anyway, so we went to the state park. It was on the beach and the lady in charge, she had put out envelopes, I think uh, six different envelopes. They had puzzles in them and we had to, she gave us coordinates. People were uh, downloading GPS apps on their phones and so we could go find this. And, And after the first one, I was like, man, that was fun. I, that was kind of cool to follow this arrow to this envelope in a tree, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so year, we got what done. Year, what year was that, Neil, by the way? Two, 2010. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. So the, the smartphone apps were just starting to come out um, as far as the GPS things. So uh, we got back to work and I asked her, I said, "How? what is this? How did you find out about this? And she's like, oh, it's uh, geocaching, you can go to geocaching.com and sign up and you'll get a newsletter and stuff. So I immediately uh, signed up on GroundSpeak, signed up for their weekly newsletter and promptly ignored it for the next year. <laughs> <laughs> it would come it'd come into my email and I just, I'm like, I don't have time for that right now. Delete. You're not um, the first person to ever do that. <laughs> like Jesse, yeah. you found one and then just, it, you stopped, right? For a little yeah, while. for I stopped for two years. I didn't even yeah. use I didn't use a GPS or a phone to find my first <laughs> one. I used like an address, right? So, <laughs> it didn't take it first. Yeah. Apparently, so not then, for me uh, either. So, no, yeah, it took the next year, uh, a year and two months to be precise. Is um, I went down to the south the south end of the state to go hunting with a friend of mine and we went out and hunted for the morning came back and he's like hey let's go find some geocaches and i'm like oh you geocache he's like yeah i said how long have you been doing that like, oh about a year and a half i'm like holy cow i never even knew that and so we went out and we found a couple more and i'm like man why haven't i been doing this for the past year and, and that was it that's from that point which was like I think if you look at my stats, it says your first find is October 11, 
2011. From that point, my first 500 caches were within three months. Wow. So I went, I went a little crazy. You went. <laughs> yeah. A lot crazy. <laughs> full bore buddy that's good though that's good yeah i think i had 100 caches a month or more for the first five or six months it was crazy wow <laughs> crazy that is a lot um now does the this is always an interesting question i think because it's different people have had different experiences or even no about where their first cache is and where it even if it's even still active i know just i had i and i have completely different stories because mm-hmm. mine actually the first cache I ever found is still out there um, amazingly enough back in 2006 it's and it's still still survives to this day as far as i know it hasn't been archived because i checked went, in on mine lately to see if it's <laughs> your first cache <laughs> Yeah, the first cache I ever found. See if it's still. But um, do you know, Neil, if yours is still out there? And was it at least something memorable, or was it like it wasn't even worth remembering? <laughs> well, it it depends on which way you want to go. If the ones that I found with my friend after hunting, we found like five of them that day. I never even logged them because right. I didn't. I'm like I haven't even been on my account or anything, so I. Mm-hmm. I don't even think just, I, I don't even think I signed them. I just found them and was that was it. So then I came yeah. home, and that following weekend, I told my wife, I said, "You and I, this is something we're going to do together." Which mm-hmm. she doesn't really like geocaching, but um, <laughs> so we went out in the there's a state game area a couple miles from home here. So we went out and uh, we went up the road, and I'm looking at my GPS. I had it. Uh, just a cheap e-trex, the little yellow one doesn't even have a joystick. So oh, we're yeah. just watching it. We're just watching actually, the numbers, and I'm actually I'm like watching that. the last three numbers. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. So I'm watching the numbers, and we're like over in the corner of this neighborhood, and I'm like, this isn't right. It, and she's like, what about these other numbers? I'm like, oh yeah, uh, we got about a mile to go. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, north. Dang it, <laughs> yeah, falling west. Yeah. yeah. So uh, good stuff. We, we finally made it. Uh, and the first cache that I've actually logged is mm-hmm. still active, and it's about two miles north of where I live, on the same road. And I was actually going to take my grandson there a couple weeks ago, uh, but we both had to use the restroom after being out all afternoon. So we. I'll save that for another day, but yeah, it's it's just a a regular size, like a metal tin out in an orchard and that's nothing spectacular, but it's there and it's still active. The, the cash owner is not active and hasn't been for a while, six or seven years. Yeah. I don't even think he was act. I don't even think he's been active since I started because uh, the other part of that story is that same day, I went to another cache that's about three quarters from my house in a little league ballpark by the same CO. Right. And when I thought I found it, I pulled this wire out of this tube and it was a six inch piece of galvanized pipe with metal galvanized caps on it with this wire sticking out. It was not marked at all. It, 
if anybody else would have pulled that out and I called the sheriff because I didn't know. And yes, the bomb squad came out. <laughs> nice. Okay. So I took bomb my grandson squad. to that one and we pulled it Whoa. out. And it's still, and I remade it because I felt guilty that they came, <laughs> the sheriff came and took it. So I made a new one out of PVC pipe and I've got that sucker labeled. So that's still there too. So, <laughs> so, so you called the sheriff, they came and destroyed the geocache and you decided to put one back in that spot. Now that's one way of claiming a, claiming a location. <laughs> Well, no, I didn't put it. I didn't put it under my name. It's still, I oh, just replaced the, the oh, container. Placed it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That was kind of you. That's a different perspective on the bomb squad story that we haven't had yet. We haven't had anybody that's said they called the, the police or the bomb squad on one yet. No, that's a first. That's, you're the first and you're the first to ever replace the poor person's <laughs> geocache because, you know, all right, good stuff. Um, now this is always interesting too. I think a good question to ask is who you geocache with. Um, because I think that really speaks a lot. I mean, I, I, I appreciate those that do it by themselves and I understand, um, why people go by themselves. I know some people that will never go by themselves. They always go with people. Um, or a mix of the two. So for you, for you, what is your normal geocaching posse or is it just you? Um, a lot of times I go by myself just because I get time on a Saturday and it's just kind of at the drop of a hat. Um, but that's hard for a guy like me because I'm six one, two 280 pounds. And when I come crawling out of the brush on a bike trail, some old lady's <laughs> having a heart attack. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I have had the police called on me. Um, but typically, I'm, and I'll do my shout outs to Nate the Great, uh, Caveboy Ken, Laker 91, Spartan alum, uh, Fanoogler, uh, Adham. All of, we've got an, great names. a terrific, uh, community of geocachers in the Grand Dino, Rapids area. Dino Eric Lightning 08. I love some of the names that people call. That's yeah. a whole. That's did you for say, my show. Did you say Those Ed Ham? Is one of the guys Ed you cache with? Yep. Is he the guy that does the really, um, really neat cache pages? Like all the, like goes into a lot of detail on his cache pages. Uh, Somebody with a similar name like that that really gets into the HTML and stuff on his cache pages and, and sets up really good cache pages I've seen before. Yeah, he does a lot of good stuff. He does a lot. Of, he likes the Halloween time. So uh, if you see his stuff that comes out around Halloween, that'll be um, evil looking. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of guy he is. Um, mm -hmm. He likes doing those. Uh, very creative. He's very creative. Yeah. And he's he originally... Uh, is from uh, the Rock Island, Illinois, out mm -hmm. by on the border. Um, so his he did a lot of stuff out there first, and then he's moved to Grand Rapids with his wife. Um, so you'll you can see things from both areas from him. So cool. you, you do a lot in yours, Jesse. I like you do a lot. Of it, well, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, I stole a lot of it from him. <laughs> well, that's good. He's got that's some good, good, you know, uh, well, there's, you know, 
you don't want to yeah. reinvent the wheel every time, right? So you look at a lot no. of the cash register, you get a lot of your ideas from is absolutely people that have training in other backgrounds and areas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're exactly well, right. Jesse would love being in Michigan because we've got where it goes up the wazoo. Ah, There's, nice. You know, we've got probably four people in this area that love doing where it goes and have where it goes out. And, uh, nice. I have not uh, cashed in Michigan yet, so it's on the list for sure. Well, let me know when you get here. Oh, I will. Uh, I can hook you up with a, with a Utah Uber driver. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've Ubered to caches. That's that's happened. <laughs> wow, that is cool. So um, go ahead. One of the things we always like to ask, too, is where has geocaching taken you? Oh, well, if if I could... If my wallet would follow the geocaching, uh, well, ain't that true? But um, for what I can afford, uh, I've been to Geo Woodstock in uh, North Carolina. Went down there for that fifteen, uh, which took me. Yeah. When I travel like that, I like to pick strategic spots. I went to the Natural Tunnel State Park in Virginia, and that did a couple Earth caches there that were amazing. Um, saw the, uh, what do they call it? The, the flood wall in Ohio. Is it Port Portsmouth, Ohio? There's a flood wall there. It's, it's like a mile long of murals of things that happened in that. that Oh, okay. That's cool. I missed that. Yep. And then, uh, Geo Woodstock in Cincinnati, of course. Yeah. I wished I could have had more time to explore that area. Um, but oh, it yeah. is what it is. Um, been to Texas. Uh, my son-in-law was in the army and stationed at Fort hood for uh, six years. So mm-hmm. we were in Texas several times after I started geocaching, which was nice because I was able to add the state. Um, there's a trail just South of, uh, Colleen that's dedicated mm-hmm. to soldiers. And I, I only was able to get like 10 of them. But there's, I don't know, a couple hundred, I think, down there. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Um, in a swamp in Louisiana, just picking up a, a random cache. You know, uh, <laughs> Florida, uh, getting, we went to, on vacation in Clearwater Beach. So that was awesome to, to get caches down there where you're reaching in and not even thinking there could be an alligator or something in here. Close and, by. And I'm just sticking my hands in because I'm from Michigan where, you know, if you get bit, you might end up with rabies, but who knows it, you know, nothing here really hurts you. Uh, and then I go to Texas and Florida and I'm sticking my hands in, I'm wearing shorts and flip flops and, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Hey, I did see a road smileys. runner. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's what right. we do for smileys. It's, it's worth it. Yeah. But I've been to Canada, uh, did a couple power trails in Canada. Um, I was there last year and was going to meet up with London Westy, but he decided to to head out of town. I guess so. Oh, I don't know he, what that. He heard your comedy <laughs> bail, idea, yeah. huh? That's right. Yeah. So oh, when he dang. came to Grand Rapids, yeah, when he came to Grand Rapids, I decided to bail on him. So. Oh, perfect. That, you know, yeah. So, uh, power Power Trail in Canada. What What is does a Power Trail in Canada look like a Power Trail in the U.S. or is it? Is it as it literally yep. along a power a power line road well, kind of thing or it uh there because we're 
where we went was southern Ontario. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a straight shot across for me from where I live over to, to London. It's pretty much a straight shot straight through. Um, so it's um, like we did one power trail. It was just like a, I don't know, a rectangle of some sort on the, on the, just a back road. Um, we did another one where you're just on back roads and there might be like an old railroad bed that you follow. So mm -hmm. yeah, they're, and they're getting to be more uh, rail to trail out there. Mm -hmm. especially oh, okay. on, cool. They're just across from Detroit or Sarnia. Um, so, and they're loading up pretty good too. So you take your bike out and ride your bike and grab a hundred caches. That's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's the cool thing, you you know, anywhere from Canada to down to Florida to Texas, and the game is in all those places, so you, you never know where you're going to end up. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people say they, they don't like to go for the numbers, and I'm not really a numbers guy anymore. Um, I'm more of, I'd rather have a good experience, but the power trails, when you go with your friends, that's a whole different story. It, Yeah, you're getting numbers, but the experience and the, the oh, stuff you do with your fun. friends yeah that that makes it fun right there oh yeah it's uh it's not something i'd want to do every single time if that was the only part of the game but it's a definitely a fun part of the game too getting together with your friends and just going out and cashing all day like that yeah yeah you know those are some of those times are interesting because um you can find a lot or you can find in jesse's case many times they find one but then again it's a very hard one to get to. Oh yeah, have but, so much fun on both ends of the of the right. spectrum too, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's neat to be able to go out, and this is something we always encourage people to do: is to go out with other people. Once if you if you're not used to going out and caching with a lot of folk, or not even have to go a lot, but I mean with other people, we always encourage people that cache by themselves to try it to try to especially in events that's probably a more opportune time is to go out with a with even a small group because it's just it's a different experience it's the camaraderie and the 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 fellowship of the the hunt is is something that's really worth it um i do know that like in your case you probably um want to do some caches by yourself because of vlogging which we'll get into the vlogging here in a little bit but um, but then again, your vlog has a lot of times when you want to be with a person cause you do a lot of the little, uh, friend along friend alongs for your vlogs. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, this is always an interesting question. I always love hearing people's reaction to this. And that is what do you like about, what do you like most about geocaching or why? Why do you geocache? You know that I've asked myself that a lot since I started geocaching, just because I have no idea what the draw is that addicted me to this game. And I think part of it is that I find things that are hidden that people walk by every day. They might walk by, it might almost hit them in the face and they have no clue, and I can walk up there, find this little thing, and sign it, and put it away, and they're still clueless. And I, I guess that's part of it. 
but now <laughs> that I've been now that I've been doing it a while, it's more of I really like finding those spots, those places around home that I never knew were there, or local history. You know, you guys have talked in previous shows, and this is probably something for a different show. There. Nice. Okay. So, <laughs> um, uh, but I would love it if they came out with history virtuals that I oh, love yeah. finding out local history, not just here, but anywhere, you mm -hmm. know, the, the virtuals you go to that say, Hey, this is what happened in this town or whatever. Um, that I love that part of it or the amazing sites like, uh, going to, Turkey Run State Park and doing the earth caches there and you end up in this punch bowl, you know, over whatever you believe, thousands or millions of years, has created this big hole in there or this big punch bowl in the earth. Mm -hmm. But you have to walk, walk three quarters of a mile through this almost like this cold canyon or whatever. And it's just amazing that the stuff you see and learn geocaching, mm -hmm. you You'll never get that in a school book, you know, and I love that part. Oh, man, very true. Yeah. Um, Je Jesse's favorite, Earth Caches at uh, – no, I'm kidding. Ha-ha. <laughs> we always have fun with that. Um, the Earth Caches at Natural – I love some of the names of these. Turkey Run State Park. Natural Tunnel State Park. Yeah. And, natural uh, Tunnel. I guess there's a natural tunnel there. Yeah, yeah it's – it's uh, a river it's in virginia right. there's a river that it i think it started out as a underground river but it it eroded away the rocks and so there's this it's i'm going to end up giving away one of the answers to the oh. earth cache it's oh, a 400 it's a 400 <laughs> i love it yeah it's just an earth cache who cares yeah go ahead up your numbers by one so, uh, <laughs> But this tunnel is like 300 foot high, and this river is oh, just wow. rushing through there. But there's also a railroad track that goes through there that they use to get coal out. I don't know where it goes on the other side, but the railroad tracks go through there, and a train runs through it a couple times a day. Getting oh, wow. Coal out of there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. it's, and I've got a video on that. So if you ever go to my Cash Tales page, you can find that video there. Uh, but uh, yes, I love it. So, and then recently in Tennessee, we're up there on Klingman's Dome, mm -hmm. highest point in Tennessee, overlooking the mountains, the Smoky Mountains. And apparently, on a very clear day, you can see Mount Mitchell, which is the highest point in, in North Carolina, and it's 73 miles away. So, wow. it's yeah, it was that was some exercise uphill for a half a mile. <laughs> Yeah. So. Oh yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the places like that. I mean, hopefully, if you've geocached for any period of time, you kind of have that. You know those those memories and those experiences of going to places that you probably never would have found, or you didn't really maybe have any interest in, and then you get there and you're like. Oh my gosh, this place is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and you, you, places that, like even in Colorado, I mean, you know, just in Colorado, obviously you go anywhere in Colorado. Well, not everywhere. You go to a lot of places in Colorado and you're like, 
this is this is incredible i mean because the views are incredible but what? there's no pretty places in colorado oh my gosh nobody ever comes here to see the the mountains or you know don't, anything like that jesse's trying to keep people away from the state That's don't, right, yeah. we're full don't come to colorado we're full we're full up wait your turn you get in line before you come to no but um there's probably places even jesse you found that you're like man i had no idea this was here oh gosh yeah i mean there's so many would we've talked about some of those before but mm-hmm. some places you just never realized you were going to come up you know a cash mm-hmm. is a cash right until you find one that's just amazing and then you're like oh right. crap that's, that's that is why i do this to discover new places and you know just all those adventures and they just come out of nowhere sometimes too and that's the kind of thing i think when we tell people i think we've all done this is that people <coughs> people ask us they're like well what what why are you doing this what's the point and usually it's two things, either the container is pretty incredible or the location is pretty credible. So we kind of have both things that we can kind of tell people about, um, uh, you know, because we, I think we've all hopefully found some cool containers. Mm-hmm. Not always, let me tell you, but <laughs> a lot of times though, where they're located is, is the incredible part. So, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, especially that lamp post in the Planet Fitness parking lot. That's that's the oh best. boy. Oh, you've been to that one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which now? Which one are we talking about? <laughs> now, which which of the which of the thousands of uh, yeah, the hey, other one, the other one, the other one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that oh, one. The, the other wa- one. The Walmart one. The one yes. with the pill bottle. The one with the pill bottle that's camouflaged that you don't need to camouflage because there's no reason to camouflage it. <laughs> it's yeah, it's exactly. the one by the uh, wasp nest. <laughs> So, right. <laughs> exactly. How many times have you reached in as fast as you could so you don't oh. get stung by the laws? <laughs> yes. Many you, like times. let it slam and run away. Right. Man, leave real quick. Oh gosh, yes. That's uh, that's about every one of them in Texas. Um so we'll divert for a moment because it was on my list and you answered it, so I'm glad you did. Uh, my list of questions that I, I keep around for for these great because uh, the, the, a lot of them are fascinating. This one's always fascinating to hear what people are doing when they're not geocaching mm-hmm. um, because you nothing. Know, it, it's interesting. Yeah, nothing. for some of us, anything but geocaching, right? For some of us, it is nothing, but not for you. So you've got a couple um, hobbies or at least one hobby, and then you have another item that you're doing. So what? What is another hobby of yours? Well, um, seven years ago when I first found geocaching, everything went away, obviously, with my numbers would dictate, would show. But um, I'm a bow hunter. I've been a bow hunter for since I was vi- 14, your video 15 years old. Your video Pardon? went away. That's okay. I, we can hear you. We can't see you, though. Okay. No problem. I don't know why it went away. All right. So anyway... Um, Finish this up, hunt. and then we may have you like log out and back and log out back in. Okay. Go ahead. Could tell tell a story about your bow hunting because I think this is interesting. All right, so I do a little bow hunting, and uh, uh, when I found that first geocache, that kind of went away for three or four years. But I've gotten back into it. Um, we've bought a house last winter, and we've moved back moved back home almost literally. And now that I'm uh, three mile drive from my hunting spot. Um, mm-hmm. Started picking that up again, and cool. have really enjoyed this 
this summer and fall going out and shooting my bow in the yard and then getting out in the woods had a spectacular morning yesterday i didn't i didn't kill anything but i had five different bucks underneath me at one point um had a small buck not 10 feet from my tree oh wow so uh it was a great morning and then uh the other thing is i bought a motorcycle after 33 oh years yeah uh i had a, a motorcycle back in my younger days mm -hmm. then i got married and had kids and now uh that the kids are gone and we're in a, a house again uh i got the okay from uh from the finance department to uh <laughs> buy a motorcycle you like the finance department sure. or is, that's right yeah, yeah. jesse calls him the jesse calls christy the cfo <laughs> there you go yeah so uh i bought a, a a big boy's toy and um um, I have had some difficulties with it in the last couple months, but, um, man, I've enjoyed that. Uh, we were down in Tennessee and I had to rent a motorcycle so I could ride the dragon down there. Oh yeah. Um, did you do it? That was it. Yeah, I did. Oh, that was, that was incredible. There was an accident that was on our way up or way down. There was an accident and then a different accident on our way back up. So, um, uh, people are crazy uh, apparently somebody <laughs> people are crazy they, they are crazy. they yeah they slid it's off through slid off the road and oh and, no. uh, yeah the one guy his bike went off the road but he decided to ditch before it got off the road so he was oh, okay no. but yeah that's an incredible ride uh it's it's a little scary especially for a guy that's uh just started riding a big bike you know uh when you're trying to maneuver 600 and some pounds around these hairpin turns it gets a little hairy oh so, my gosh yeah wow. I, I only crossed i only crossed the yellow line once and uh that <laughs> yeah a little that's, little bit of little bit of butt pucker there but that's that's you know, that's yeah. a pretty area i never got to do it when i had my motorcycle I, I got to go and visit it but i never got to visit it while i had my motorcycle so, or motorcycles so where's that jesse yeah. It's out east Tennessee. Uh, oh, okay. I guess it's like Middle East, isn't it? It's it's uh, south of, uh, well, kind of southwest of Gatlinburg. Yeah. Because that's where we were staying. And so it was like a, well, out there you say it's 18 miles, but it's a 45-minute drive because the right. roads are so curvy. Right. So it, it's about an hour's drive from, from Gatlinburg. Wow. Which is about three hours from Nashville, I would say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And while I was there, um, I was a little over an hour away from the going geocaching event, but we were there with friends and my wife and our friends, they don't geocache. So I couldn't mm -hmm. like say, Hey, let's go to Georgia. <laughs> hey. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, I've got to take the dog out for a second. Okay. Uh, I mean that literally. I got it. The dog's like, yeah, no problem. Well, we'll, we'll right, see you. Right we'll see you in a minute, Jesse. And I'll carry on. So, you know, that's um, that area, Jesse. Always sounds to me like a we. I need to make a trip that way anyway because I need oh, to get it's very pretty out that way. Because I got, I need to grab like South Carolina, North Carolina. I need. I've got like a little gap in my mm -hmm. my, my states. I need to get the those that gap kind of um, covered. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I've got I got a few more, but mine are in the middle 
north of the country. So Michigan that, you know, and some of those areas, I got to go, I got to go hit some of those. Mm-hmm. I've got that area you're talking about. Well, I know. Yeah. We all have these little, I've got, I got, I got a gap. I, I got these, and their problem is they're not in the same location. So they're going to take, <laughs> they're going to take multiple trips. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I've got, I've got parts out West that I don't have. And I have parts in the like Mr. North. Neil, the, Mr. Neil, you in here? Let's go. Oh, oh, there's my computer. Oh, there's my uh, computer right there. Oh, oh it's Bob. on already. I gotta get in here. What is what is this going on? Oh, hey, I think, I think that's Bob Billy. Bob, Here I'm in Bob, the live chat. What? Bob what, Billy? What song is that? Hey, hey, that's me. What? What's going on? Oh, put hey, there's put Mr. the head, Gary right there. Hey, put put the headset in, Bob, and we'll. Hey, hey, Mr. Gary, how you? There, oh, hey. look, it's Mr. Jesse. I have never met Mr. Jesse. How you doing there, Mr. Jesse? Hey, how you doing? Good. Wow. Hey, 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 wow. Bob, Billy. Wow. It's good, it's good to see you, man. Well, thank. They, I haven't seen you since Cincinnati. It was a good time uh, down there. It was. It was. Yeah. That, it was. Fun eating uh, um, Cincinnati chili. Yeah, oh that that chili was the best chili I ever had. It, I know now, Mister Scott, he didn't like the chili, but I thought the chili was awesome, 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 and it was so good to meet so many bloggers down there. It was yes, it was uh yeah, so yeah, it, it was good. It was it was incredible and um, got to spend a, you know, a little bit of time talking to you and everything and uh, I, I'm just wondering if um, is is Neil is he taking care of you okay or, or I mean are you doing okay or do you need well, some help? Well, well, he he's a pretty good feller. Uh, he, you know, he lets me uh, clean the plates off after dinner and I can mm-hmm. have whatever's left over, and so that's pretty good. And uh, that their dog he. You know, she gets a little upset when I take food away from her, but you know that's okay. Uh, I got a warm place to sleep. You know, the furnace is right there by my bed, and oh, well, and, that's uh, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It's. I got a nice, a nice old uh, door that's on a couple crates. I can put my sleeping bag on. It's. It's nice. Perfect. So, you know, he he gave me a nice uh, pillow. I can put my head on in the pillow. You know, and there's not too many drool stains or anything on that, so it's not too bad. It's well, not- that's that's good. Now, um, I've noticed that you have you've been finding some geocaches lately. I, I like the one you found recently, uh, uh, where it was up up on a pole, and you had to kind of figure out a way to get oh. that thing down. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, you know, you know, notice that I had to use my Ute Uber vehicle to get my tools out there. And mm-hmm. I probably could have climbed that pole, but I had a wet burrito for lunch that day. So trying to climb that light pole was probably not uh, a good idea. No, it wasn't. And there's a couple of times I thought it might've slipped, but you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, you know what I mean Which, by slipped. <laughs> yeah. We, we know what you mean yeah. <laughs> now, but you, you did a good job of like figuring out like how to put that PVC pipe and a little duct tape and you were able to, to get that down. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I was able to take a couple classes at the local community center. Uh, it was duct tape 101 and PVC uh, finagling for for the common Joe. So 
So mm-hmm. I was able to, to put my education to use there to get that geocache down. So well, it was good. That's good. I really also liked your video. Um, it's been a while back, but when you made, you made the, um, cause you know, buying an ammo can, those are expensive, but you just kind of made an ammo can. I thought that was cool. Oh yeah. The, the ammo can it, it's not hard to do. Again, I learned that in the community ed class. And get me in. Oh, sure. Yeah. Are you drinking meals? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, he don't mind. It's. Oh. I think. Okay. It's, I think it's leftovers. Oh. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, I, I learned a lot in my community ed classes, and uh, that ammo can. You know, if you buy the right spray paint, man, it's like steel. And you really got to douse it on there good. Yeah. And if you, uh, you got to use the right duct tape and the right spray paint. Oh, okay. Great. Um, well, um, does, is Neil around there at all? Bob Billy? I mean, I, I don't know if he's, uh, I know he put, he put the dog out, but is he, he, he I don't yeah. know if he wants you to be, uh, I, I think he talked to you about, you know, not being on, yeah, he told me I should watch my watch what I say. I should watch think what a little say, bit before I talk. Yeah, um, yeah. but uh, really, the dog didn't need to go out. I just was like yelling at the dog, like it was gonna go potty, and he come down, and I, I, I gotta admit, I kind of just snuck in here because I wanted to see you guys and meet Mr. Jesse. So, but uh, I'm sure. I yeah, I better get scooting out of here before he gets back. Don't yeah, he, I, I, yeah. I see y'all. Thanks. All right, bye, Bob Billy. Bob Billy, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he, he had to talk to him about being on and everything, but I'm kind of worried about Bob Billy. You know, I don't know if he's you know living down in the basement like that. I don't know if that's. Uh, it seems tough. Yeah, he'll I think he'll be. I think he'll be okay. I just, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't want him to be too bit of a, a burden on Neil because, you know, of course now Neil, he's got his, you know, he's, like you said, his kids are kind of grown now. So he's kind of at a point where uh, it's probably okay to uh, to have somebody living down there. Probably, you know, he, he can kind of keep track of the basement a little bit as well, make sure nothing oh, goes yeah. on. Everybody needs there. a pet. Everybody needs a pet. <laughs> or, or a live-in. Yeah, I mean. You know, well, so. Oh, there's... There's Neil. Neil, uh, we're glad hey. you're back. Uh, Bob yeah, Billy. I'm sorry about that. Bob Was Billy he in here? In. Yeah, he jumped oh in God. for a few minutes. And he told oh, us and some story about him. Yeah, he's drinking your coffee or whatever he's drinking and told us some crazy story about a burrito that I don't know if we really should be talking oh. about online. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to be around him when he's been eating burritos. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. It's so bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. So, before we go on to the the next part of it, um, I do have to ask you now that we've done that. So, um, what 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 got into you to <laughs> to come up with with the character Bob Billy? Because it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, I have a friend of. A friend of mine and I, when we get together, we kind of get off on this little redneck kick and, mm-hmm. you know, he talks, 
he talks about the little lady and all this right. stuff, and, <laughs> you know. So we kind of and our wives just look at each other and roll their eyes. Oh my, and, yeah, and, right. <laughs> yeah, and we've been doing that for years. Well, then uh, uh, Hailmeister came mm -hmm. up to or came over to Michigan, and um, his wife had bought him tickets to a hockey game, mm -hmm. um, which was happening in Grand Rapids. So he. He's like, hey, I'm coming for a hockey game. Maybe we can get together and do some geocaching. I'm like, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. So I thought, I want to do a video on this. And I, I mean, it just, let's do a, a redneck thing or something. Mm -hmm. And So I just kind of made it up. And this was last, I think it was the end of January or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of went off the cuff and went and Hailmeister showed up. I mean, I told him where, where we were going to meet. Right. And when he showed up, I was doing, I was recording and I was doing my thing. And this was the first time he had ever met me. And mm -hmm. I don't know how he would explain it, but when he got out of the car, it looked like he was ready to get back in the car and leave. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. But, but it was funny. And it ended up being a great video. And from then on, it was just, it's just kind of, snowballed from there and the whole skyline chili thing that yes that was i think i embarrassed joshua even i don't know <laughs> uh west virginia tim loved it he's like you're my man he says i love the way you talk so um, <laughs> but, that's but, uh, funny. It, that was a good that was a good time and it i think that even now i think locally here when i go to an event they're mm -hmm. almost looking for Bob Billy to show they, up. They want Bob Billy, Rather, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Neil. hey, Neil's here. Where, where's Bob Billy? Where's, no, right. Yeah, well, it, it, it's a cool character, and it's. I think you've done a good job with it. Uh, my wife has asked me earlier about, you know, is this – I said, no, no, you'll love it. And she's like, well, am I going to love it? And I go, no, he does a good job because you, you really do. It's a, it's a, It's not – it's not so over the top that people are like, okay, I've had enough. It, it really is. It, you play it well. You play it very well. It's very awesome. Um, uh, I think, I think uh, sometimes people expect me to take it too far. And I've had some people comment that, you know, you're not really a redneck or it's like, I don't care what you think. It's, it's <laughs> right. just, a, it's just a, it's just having fun. It's not, yeah. I'm not trying to be uh, Jeff Foxworthy. I'm not trying to be Larry, the cable guy. It's, it's just something stupid fun. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all it is. Exactly. Um, well, we'll get it. We want to, I want to get into the vlogging at the end here. I do, I do have a question for you though. Um, the, the vlogger summit, which we did last, um, in the spring at, uh, at Gigastock and we've kind of covered it, but I think what people don't realize is that you were, you were kind of asked by Joshua, um, to sort of head that up and, you know, uh, hats off to you, man, that, uh, that really, I think went well, um, because corralling how many, I don't know how many, how many vloggers did we have, Neil? I think, I think we ended up with, 21 okay i mean there's plus family and all that 22 yeah yeah um 20, probably with we had, everybody 
everybody that was there was probably 30 or 35 people. So, yeah, because we had um, W. Tim, we had Chris Williamson, the director of Treasure. And anyway, um, but it was like herding cats. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. get these you get this amount of people that are crazy in, in many ways. Um, yeah. You've got the French there and you've got Dan Adventures with Dan. You've got, you know, all these, you know, you've got like you got, you know, like I said, you got the Hailmeister. You've got all these, you know, then you got, oh, my gosh, you know, you got Stardust, ZZZ. I could go on and on. But you mm -hmm. somehow coalesced that group and got them to actually do because you had everybody tell I guess tell everybody real quick the the point of the summit I guess was to split everybody up and to to talk about things um yeah yeah we um it's probably six months before uh geo woodstock I had put out there that I was thinking of trying to have an event, an unofficial event to get everybody together because the year previous, uh, Joshua had a, uh, us geocaching hour gathering mm -hmm. and there was two or three of us there for that. And I thought it would be nice to have just some place where all of the vloggers could get together and actually meet, say hello and talk about what we do and maybe do some things for each other. And, and then Joshua had said something and, uh, Sim rebel had mentioned to him that, Hey, Neil said something. And so then Josh and I kind of got together offline and, and he's like, Hey, he's like, I'd love to do this, you know, for the geocaching network. And so if you're willing to head that up, he's like, that would be a great thing. I mean, he's, he's busy with his work travel and then, you know, his videos and stuff too. And, um, so I kind of took that on and I'd come up with something and I'd run it by him and he'd say, yeah, let's, that sounds fine. Or, you know, let's tweak this or tweak that. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the reason that it went, the summit went so well was we were organized right up front and we had mm -hmm. a schedule and we, I tried to stick to it and we did pretty good. Um, yeah. and I think, and I think everybody was, um, excited to be there and they wanted to make sure things went well and were were gracious and kind enough to follow <laughs> my little itinerary of things to do and because i think if we would have all just went in with our own ideas and tried to do our own thing it would have failed miserably because one person would have wanted to go geocaching with joshua somebody mm -hmm. would have wanted to do some stuff with with katie and you know but this way, when we're organized and we split into organized groups, everybody yeah. was like, okay, I'm fine with this. When we're done with that, then we're going to do it again, only with different people. So yeah. I think it went very well because we set a plan and decided to stick to it. So, yeah, you know, the thing that I think was cool, because I got to walk, big, not being a vlogger, I got to kind of hang, hang I kind of walked around. I was with one group. And then I kind of, sorry, I got off the beaten path a little bit. I went and listened to other groups a little bit and got to hear them do intros for each other and to talk about, you know, what camera do you use or how do you do certain things? And I think that because you had a wide range, man, you had some people like mm -hmm. you, you had from Joshua, 
you know, and, and you've, you have a lot of experience all the way down to people who had just started to vlog. And so I'm sure they experienced something completely different. And it's like, I have no idea what I'm really doing. And I'm glad you guys are here to kind of help me because it seemed like there was a lot of questions that people were able to answer for the, for the, for the newer blog group. Yeah. And even now we're still seeing, we're still seeing things coming out of that summit from our, our little breakaways where we did uh, the little intros and outros for each other. We're still seeing new ones coming out from that. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed um, as we talked about like Chris Williamson talked and Joshua and I, we all kind of shared some things about the videos and I've seen improvements in some of the newer vloggers that are out there are coming in i've seen their their videos get more concise Mm -hmm. easier to watch more pleasant to watch uh, Mm -hmm. not so cumbersome and heavy so i think there's some good things have come out of that it's a tough um, how to put this it's easy to make one it's hard to make a good one does that make sense yeah, I mean, it makes total sense. <laughs> there's a lot of them out there that um, aren't part of the geocaching network that we had that you got going, and and uh, there's some out there that hopefully they'll they'll join in and and be part of our little our little uh, group. It's actually growing quite a bit, but um, you've only got a little bit of time. You know, uh, it's different than a podcast. I mean, for a vlog, um, it's got to be it's got to catch your attention. I mean, what's, you know, yeah. otherwise yeah. people will click off and they're moving on to some other video, you know? Right. Well, and you look at, you look at Joshua, who's been doing it for what, seven years now, mm-hmm. seven or eight years, eight years. I'm coming up on five years. I'm, you know, yeah. I don't have the following. Nobody's got the following like Joshua does, but um, to look at those that maybe, um doing the better videos and i'm not saying i'm i'm not even saying i'm one of the better ones but when you look at the quality or what draws you to those videos like with joshua there's Mm -hmm. quality in the video and there's energy and excitement Mm -hmm. um you look at videos from jamie or from katie Katie. i mean katie's gone to school for this you know and um she's the vlogger that i hate to love because I wish my videos were that quality. Um, but like with Jamie and even in Moto Joe, you know, they've got the drones and they're, they use them well. Um, so video quality is very important, but also content. Um, some of the newer vloggers, they, they're like, why aren't my videos getting the views or why aren't my videos, why aren't my subscribers going up? And, you know, it's like those analytics you get from YouTube are very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, find the creators' uh, videos, the creators helping creators' videos. Um, it's very important to listen to what they have to say. You know, nobody wants to watch a video where the the scene is constantly moving back and forth through the woods. I get sick. I, <laughs> li- I almost literally get dizzy, and I can't watch it because it's giving me a headache it's like Mm -hmm. you know maybe you need to slow down 
let your camera stop for a minute. Let's take a look at the scene or, you know, if you're constantly moving or if the only thing I see through your whole video is your face up close, right. you know, you, you really need to think about your content and, and what is it that you love about Joshua's videos or what is it you love about Katie's videos or Jamie's videos or mm -hmm. Dan's videos, whatever it is that you love about those videos, put them into your videos. Right. You know, it, you need to be a copycat of some sort to get the videos. I mean, when when people do a new movie, do they copy Spielberg or do they copy uh, mm -hmm. John Houston? You know, depending on what kind of movie they want to do, they're gonna even musicians. You know, they're influenced by earlier musicians. So, doing your videos, find the ones that you enjoy, and let those influence your your content and your your videography i guess so you know it's funny uh the other day i watched uh katie's katie's most recent video and if you were to tell people oh katie did a video about geocaching and she didn't find anything <laughs> like okay why'd you watch it why am i watching this and then she didn't she, she just the one where she starts to go into the tunnel and i think there's a bat in the tunnel and she's yeah. like, I'm not going in there. And but if you watch the video, it's it's something you want to watch it. And again, part of it may be you get people that you like to watch, and you you, you learn the care, you learn who they are. And uh, but she has a way about it that that I think people need to learn. And that is, she's telling a story, and her story. You know, she calls her mom and yes, of course she has, she's one of the better ones as far as getting the, um, the video part of it. Correct. And she's, like you said, she's, she's gone to school for getting the video portion done, but she tells a story and her story about not wanting to go in there or which, which of these tunnels do I walk down to get to the geocache and, you know, like I said, calling her mom and her mom's like, I don't know if you should be doing that. It doesn't really seem like, uh, you know, it's a story you want to watch. And so I, I right. what's uh, unfortunate, I think, or not, well, unfortunate, how to put this. I, I think that more vloggers need to think about, is there a story that you're telling? Or am I just watching a vlog because it's your you know, oh my gosh, it's you know, my it's it's the it's it, a week has passed and I've got to put a video out. I mean, I don't know if, if that's guilty. Really <laughs> <laughs> I've done, done that a couple of times. It's like I just need to get a video out. And but I, even though I'm pulling, like I've got a backlog of videos that probably will never be seen because, like you say, there's no story there. But there's been times like, okay, I just need to get something out so that I'm still in front of the people. That's true. And, and understand it's that. not, I don't want to be, I don't want to say this. Uh, I don't have the need to be famous like Joshua. I, I do this because I enjoy doing it and I want to be right. some entertainment. Um, but for people to watch it, I need to be out there in front of them. But there are times when I take a few videos that may not, and I try to find that common link so that when they're watching it, they say, Oh, like my last one was with my grandson. It's Sundays with Sundays with Dino Eric. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is more about 
Dino Eric rather than the caches, you know, right. how he how he reacts to the fake ant and how he reacts to the swag that's inside the container and you know how he reacts to cash uh ants in your pants game you know right. that's that's what it's about more than more than a, a location or a container well the ant was a container but um mm -hmm. so sometimes you, you have to find that common common thing in those videos sometimes it's a story sometimes it's a person sometimes it's containers sometimes it's the location so right. you really need to think before you just throw a video together and put it out there you know if you want subscribers you got to give them what they're looking for give them you might not give them what they think they're looking for but like with katie she gives us she gives us entertainment you mm -hmm. know, it's not, I mean, some of the containers, yeah, she finds ammo cans a lot. Um, right. But with her, it's, she's telling a story and she gives us, maybe she gives us a location like Stone Mountain or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, yeah. I, even, even Jesse puts out some videos that um, I think are uh, uh, under uh, underrated because no nah, they're terrible they're totally no, off the cuff and they're not <laughs> we're just doing it because we're playing we never come up with a story ours are never no. the quality of like these or josh and all you know all they're the people not, katie that they're putting together a story we're just playing that's yeah. not even the same level as like what neil's doing <laughs> and all these other things i don't mind they're still, fun. <laughs> they're still fun to watch because you do have there's an element there that i think you you have found if you really wanted to do it full time like uh that kind of thing i think you could but because i think there's uh there's something there that you like you said there has to be a spark that you're well, mm -hmm. uh, and i think that more vloggers need to stop and go this, do i want to watch you know is this something that people want to watch yeah, it takes a yeah. it takes a real talent to put out consistent good videos like like you're doing and like you know Katie and Joshua and like a lot of a lot of you guys are doing. It takes it takes staying power and keeping engaged and because people don't want to see three videos and then you never put out another one again. They get used to you. Yeah. Just when you start getting used to you, they want to be able to see more and more videos from you. So yeah, and I think that's part of it is uh, staying like you said the staying power or the commitment to doing video you don't have to do one every week if you do one every other week or once a month mm -hmm. as long as we know that we can count on you putting a video out even if it's once a month i know that on the first sunday of the month i'm getting a video from this person right and you know and like jesse said he thinks his aren't that great but if he really wanted to he could do a uh well and now we've got um a, a newer cash doing vlogs um mm -hmm. the jeeper geocaching jeeper or something like that so right. sorry jesse you, you can't do that now um, that's, that's <laughs> but, okay that's oh. more for me to watch this i'll stick with geocache talk <laughs> that's right but he's a, po you know, he's a podcaster it, it, i don't want to be on a vlogger that's right but if if you're gonna do a vlog now or if anybody's thinking of doing a vlog you almost need to find that niche whether mm -hmm. it's geocaching in a jeep or if you're using a drone or if if you're being a redneck or 
<laughs> uh, Mo, like Moto Joe's got his uh, ATV and his drone, and right. he does stuff. Or um, I don't know. It's in like Geo Paul and Dan Close. I love watching their their videos because they're always in England. They we yeah. see stuff from them. Mm -hmm. You know, we see stuff from them. Maybe too much of Dan, but we see stuff from them that we don't get to see here. You know, right. and of course the English accent is always fun. And uh, well, it's like know, Cash Canada is in Canada, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but it gives us an insight, gives us a little window into, you know, what the heck are they doing in Canada? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What David, What do you do besides watch hockey and drink beer? What is What is but, David uh, Karen doing up there? You know, but Tim Hortons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're going. They're going. They're going for Tim bits. I, we don't understand that, but you know. No, that's Brent. Brent always does the Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brent Sim Rebel. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, good deal. So let's, um, let's go around the room and, and kind of wrap up for tonight. Uh, so, um, I don't know who wants to go first. I guess maybe I'll go first and then I'll wrap up with upcoming shows and then I'll go over one of you guys jump in after me, but, nice. um, that'll work. Um, so without rambling on about the exact same thing I just said, uh, <laughs> I really want to uh, encourage those out there that listen to a podcast who also are either interested or wanting to vlog or are vlogging. And like you said before, Neil, are maybe struggling a bit. Um, so if you're about to get into it, watch the ones we have mentioned because they really are some of the best out there and you can tell because uh they've got a big following and so you know it's one of the reasons why uh you know they've they've got interest from people because i think they do a great job um but get out there and do it um we, we'd love geocaching vloggers to to experiment and to to just to get in and start doing that um but if you haven't vlogged in a while we really do encourage you um, to to really get back into into doing a video, even if it maybe not the greatest. But get back into the get back on the on the wagon, as it were, and and do some vlogs because it means a lot to the community, in my opinion, to to put them out. And uh, you know, if you need ideas, you know, wa watch some more and. Um, you know, ask around uh, people, maybe even people that don't vlog might be able to give you some good ideas. So, yeah. all right. That's my mo. That's my two cents. Uh, I'll just say real quick. Uh, yeah. Kind of going off what you said, Gary, it's, it's interesting to do. If you're interested in vlogging, get out there and do it. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be having 10,000 subscribers like Joshua, you know, uh, all those crazy numbers and stuff like that. You don't have to be doing it for the rest of your life, but people are interested in hearing other people's stories. People like to hear those and it's neat to share those. And it's not all about, you know, this is a new thing that you're going to do all the time, but sometimes you just come up on that cool thing and you want to share that video. And, you know, if you're going to take it more seriously and do more, reach out to some of these other guys that do it regularly. They're all nice. You know, nobody's <laughs> making their living doing this. So it's, it's all for fun. Um, and people will absolutely help you with tips and tricks and all kinds of stuff. So feel free to reach out to, to the guys. It's easy to get a hold of everybody because that's their point is being out there. People can get a hold of them. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Neil? Yeah. Um, I guess if there's any, first of all, let me say, Johnny Cash, we miss our lunchtime, our cash for lunch. So please, <laughs> please come back. Come um, back, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, for those that are thinking of vlogging, or you might even want to just step into the world of Periscope or Facebook Live, just to test the waters. Um, YouTube might seem big and scary. It's not, it's very easy. Um, and like I, like uh, Gary and Jesse, you've both said that, you know, we're out there, you can get a hold of us. If you leave a comment on a video, um, I'm horrible at responding, but you know, if somebody <laughs> le would, would leave a message that said, great video, I'm thinking of getting into vlogging myself, could you contact me and let me know or whatever? Um, probably all of us would would contact somebody and, you know, we all have, and you can always go to Facebook. We've got the geocaching videos, geocaching network Facebook page. If you go there, you can join that page or like it or whatever they do and um, mm -hmm. ask, ask questions there. You ask a question on that page, you're going to get some answers. Um, Man, we've answered the what equipment do you use question a hundred mm -hmm. times. You know, everybody, hey, what do you use? What what software do you use to edit? And, and every time we all give our answers. And uh, so there's plenty of places where you can find us, ask questions or do whatever. So yeah. and if you want, if you want honest opinions and critiques, um, we'll give you that, too if you're willing to, to hear it and make changes. So, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I love doing what I do and I don't know if I'd ever want to get paid to do it because then it becomes a job and then it becomes monotonous and boring. I'd rather do it for the fun of it. Um, that's why I've not started a Patreon or, or anything like that. It's, mm -hmm. I don't want to feel like I'm obligated to do it. So. Right. But I want to, mm -hmm. I want to thank everybody that has subscribed and watched my videos and, um, just keep watching and liking and subscribing. I, I appreciate that very much. Well, you're doing a great job and, um, we're looking forward to, um, next year, uh, having you down, uh, for Geo Woodstock and, uh, hopefully do some planning. Uh, I think we are <laughs> planning yeah. to do some stuff with vloggers. And uh, so uh, looking forward to that and get, get, maybe spend a little time together. Neil, I really appreciate you being on uh, and giving us your insights. That was really good. Um, so upcoming shows uh, next week. Speaking of that very topic, we're going to have on the planners for Geo Woodstock 2019. They've got some cool things they want to update us on with about Geo Woodstock. They're also going to announce some things. They wanted to take the opportunity on our show to announce some, uh, some things about Geo Woodstock. And I really appreciate that they're wanting to do that. So you definitely want to tune in next week to the show because there are going to be announcements that will, will have not been made yet about Geo Woodstock uh, until our show. And then, of course, everybody else will hear about it. But if you want to hear about it first, you want to be on our show to hear it. So that's next week. 
Uh, in two weeks, uh, Daniel Flieger is going to be on. You probably heard of Daniel through uh, watching a lot of uh, Joshua, the geocaching vloggers, uh, vlogs. He did a ton of Hanover geocaching videos, which were incredible. Uh, talk about how incredible it is to geocache in Hanover, Germany. But Daniel's going to be on, the man himself. He's going to tell us about what it's like uh, to geocache in Hanover and to be full-time like Daniel is with staff creating geocaches. Wouldn't it be great that, that Jesse awesome. always, always joke about, wouldn't it be great to just geocaches for a, for a, for a living? <laughs> That's what Daniel that does. One of those, chan- one of those things that it actually would be, you know, like a lot of times you don't want to get paid to do your hobby. I do want to get paid to do geocaching. That's different. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's that kind of hobby that it's so great that he gets paid for. So, yeah, Daniel in two weeks going to be incredible to hear about that whole – and his tours that he does. It's just it's just going to be incredible. So, And then in three weeks, we got another special treat. Um, we're going to have on Alexander Boylan and John K.D. Graham is going to be on, and they're going to talk about the uh, – uh, the movie at your own risk and hopefully you've seen it. Um, it's going to come out on Amazon in two days. So on October 23rd, it'll be on Amazon. So you can buy it there. You could buy it on Vimeo right now. If you wish, uh, they've got a package, uh, put together on Vimeo for 1999. I'm assuming it's going to have the same thing on, on, um, on Amazon, but, uh, I've watched it. I really enjoyed it, not just because of the, not because just of the geocaching that's in the movie, but it's a very fun, very interesting movie. Because without giving away the 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 finale of the movie, it's pretty incredible ending. So uh, there's a whole twist and turn. There's a lot of twists and turns in the movie, but you definitely want to see the the movie and the ending is wasn't what I expected. Maybe somebody else will go, oh, yeah, I saw that coming. I didn't see yeah. that coming. So anyway, they'll be on in three weeks. And then I wanted to mention, normally I don't mention the fourth week, but I do want to mention that in four weeks on 11-18, November 18th, show 125, we're doing the big reveal wrap-up show because I think people need to know that because I've had people ask, well, you're going to reveal – geostash clue 1-4 before you rev- so that's not really fair because that one's in Arkansas and the people in California are not going to be able to you know they're going to be sort of not they're going to be out of luck and we decided nope we're not doing that we're going to reveal all of clue number 4 at the same time in one show all the rest of the clues in one big wrap up show so that'll be a fun night 1118. Right, Jesse? Yep. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. So, uh, just a different, we just wanted to do it that way. It would just make it easier for everybody. So, all right. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk or at Gary Slinkard, one word. Uh, of course, on Instagram. Very important that you're on Instagram this week. It's very important. To, okay. Uh, geocache talk, one word, and Memphis Mafia 
also a very important week to be. Oh, okay, I have enough of that. So, but it's always fun. I always love uh, checking out Memphis Mafia uh, Instagram. You've got to subscribe. He's got some good stuff he does every week, every day on that. Sometimes it's good stuff. Uh, Facebook is our facebook.com forward slash geocache talk. We have a page and a group. I always forget to mention that. Uh, so you can like the page anytime you want. If you want to join the group, uh, just uh, send us a note. And if you have any kind of geocaching or any kind of outdoor related interests at all, we're going to put you in there. I've had a couple people try to join the group, but I'm like, you don't look like you have any interest in, in anything remotely related to geocaching. They're wanting you know, to sell shoes or something. Yeah. Not, they are not. Show me that you even go outside at some point. And, you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, we don't ask for a lot, but you've got to have some kind of interest. Otherwise I think uh, you're just, if you've joined 500 groups, I'm going to be wondering why are you joining the 500 first? Right. Anyway, uh, show can be found iTunes. Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. If you have uh, one that you prefer, uh, let us know, and we'll uh, get our uh, our RSS feed onto that one as well. And, of course, you can always go to the Geocache Talk website, geocachetalk.com. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button. Right, Neil? you got to get that hit that subscribe button. Yeah, likes and subscribe. Like and subscribe. That's what... What you got to do for vlogging too, man. You got to get that like and subscribe button. Uh, and of course, if you do that, you can see this, see and hear the show on a weekly basis. You get reminded uh, the show is on. And of course, we ask you to please tell your friends about the show. Um, you may be surprised. Some people may have not know about it. And we would appreciate you spreading the word about our podcast. And um, it's... Uh, Really appreciate the people that do that. And uh, we're always getting new people. And uh, we appreciate you. If this is your first time listening, um, go check out our some of our previous shows and check out our future shows as well. And uh, you know, until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go watch Cash Tales. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. <laughs>